rocking out with dreams by any means. It's your boy, eight plus nigga Compton's in the house. Two, two. Welcome to the Dreams by the Means Motivation Station. I'm your host, Ed Doxon. Uh, today we got a very special guest here in the building. Um, this is definitely a good episode for me, um, being a music fan, growing up in D.C. Um, and it's funny, like, our history and, like, past is interesting because, like, this is my side I'm from. But my father, like, always lived around Compton. I was born at D.C. General. Yeah, remember your face? Yeah, V-Dog, you know, that's my father, little man, so uh, Murdoch, all them. Like, I grew up seeing them, you know, around there, so it's like, and we had talk about it, seeing that neighborhood transform is, like, crazy. It's still a little crazy, but we always talk about it and laugh. We was like, man, that was a neighborhood. You couldn't be around there if you ain't know at least yeah, one sure. person. Right back then, in days. <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, for those who listen and who don't know who you are, we got A-plus um, here on the show. Um, got a lot to dive into, um, a lot of questions. Um. I know I seen one of your interviews, bro, and it stuck out to me because I saw the interview, and in the interview um, was one clip, and it's something I literally remember. I shared a story of when people talk about DC rap, um, and they talk about back then, you know, who started and who was new, and I was like, yeah, it was like Shy, Trail, Show, A+. I remember a video of you, Bill, and Shy, like, in the alley talking. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I think y'all supposed to do a, a battle. Yeah. yeah. And I remember y'all just there popping y'all shit, talking, going back and forth. And this was like, I told people, like, when y'all was doing that, people wanted to listen to the rappers all go-go. Nah, that we was actually, we weren't trying, but that was like some viral shit. Yeah. Viral moments, for real. Yeah. But um, just tell people about yourself, bro, where you from, you know, all that. We hop right into it. My name, I go by A-plus, stage name A-plus, man. Um, I'm from... Southeast Washington, I like to call it the clean side, as I did on the last joint, but uh, the hood's called 17th for Compton. I'm from 17th Street, exactly, though. Mm-hmm. So when it was 17th Street. But, um, you know, it's gentrified now and stuff, and it's, it got its pros and cons, so I ain't really mad. But um, just pretty much a regular city dude, if, if uh, people understand what I mean, though. I ain't yeah. too over the top. Like, you know, to me, DC niggas be chilling like the yeah. real We be, sure. be cool. <laughs> no matter where you at, what, you, what, what walk of life you from, you from this city, you going to act a certain way. Yeah. So, you know, I, I like regular shit, come up off the go-go. You know, I really did come up off the rap, though. The, the thing I like to get out that I ain't getting in the last one, man, you know about the Boys and Girls Club. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody came through that club. Everybody. That's where I really think I got my spark into rapping for real because Shaq gave us a studio back yeah, yeah. Intel and Shaq, so... I just wanted to shout that part out too that I forgot on the last joint. Yeah, nah, that joint saved lives in the city. For we sure, always joke sure. about that save. You ain't if you ain't go there at least one time, and you ain't really from the city because that joint brought nah, everybody sure. from it all over. It made me decide like this way or that way at that point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I like to go because we had Mr. Tim. Uh, Tim my man. I still be saying Tim. Yeah. Shout out Mr. Tim. And I remember the Tim. shine joint with uh, uh, Miss Camille, uh, yeah. Miss Sir, all them bro. boys and girls club was a man. That was a time for Especially sure. Especially our joint. Our joint to me was the lit, the most lit joint. In the city, yeah. So, would you say you start you got into the music during that time at the Boys and Girls Club? Yeah, that's when I started really. Like, I always liked rapping. I so the time we had the studio and it was ever running, I'm gonna say Cassidy dropped his first album. I only say that because I was like, ain't nobody listening to Cassidy at this time. That I'm around, but we used to battle. I had like four verses and shit. <laughs> of mine, though, I yeah. didn't use I said, I'm gonna use this Cassidy. I got I just blew my spot up right in the studio. That, but I was always around it. It's just when we got that joint in the Boys and Girls Club, I could hear it played back, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. once we do it on the tracks. I learned how to work um, acid, I think it was at the time, before Pro okay. Tools. You know what I'm saying? So we was recording like that. 
Okay, so you'll say you've been rapping for how long? Professionally, 10 years, 11 years. Okay. Yeah, like, like really putting it out and not even like saying getting a return or expecting a return, but yeah. now you can say it's professional because it's on YouTube and he's been and on DSPs and shit since back then. Yeah. What's your, what, what would you say is your rap style? Like I was, uh, it's funny because I've been listening to some of your stuff. I remember stuff back then, but I was catching up to the new stuff you got out. And it's like, I, I can't say it's trap rap. I can't say it's, it's like a blend of, I don't even know where to put it. So what would you say it is? So um, I can't even really put my finger on it when I when I describe it. But it's a it's like you said, it's a, like it's like a gumbo with different people. But like, so I come up listening to Mace before I like Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? So that's the style of gotcha. rap I like. Like, it's, to, like people would say he was flashy rapping, but some of the stuff, the B-side records, you know what I'm saying, yeah. it's still real. It's still his yeah. street stories and stuff. So even if he wasn't full-fledged in the streets, it's still what he seen in the streets while he was out there. So that's why, and then people would triple fabulous the Kanye from that tree. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just from that Mace tree based on how I listen to him. Yeah, okay, that's all. style of rap. And all of them, you could you could just find similarities in the people I named for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you said Mace, that kind of makes sense now. It's, I look, it's almost like a, it's like a swag type rap with, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah, that's, the, that's a good word to put forward. Yeah. So when it comes to your creation process, you more of a writer, you more punch in, like how that work for you? Um, I could do either. I didn't want bets off the punch in joint. Yeah. If you want to think I could do it <laughs> old, like go off the dome. But I don't really like to do it, so I write. It might take me some months to write certain songs, or it might take me 30 minutes. I done did them in both. Mm-hmm. So I like to put it on paper with my but phone. But you like to write for the yeah, most part. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And um, like you said, growing up around 17th and Compton, um, you know, to a lot of rappers, I think one of the most important things is having a hood behind them. Right. Um, how has that support system been for you, you know, since you started rapping? Um, see, it's like, I ain't going to say they don't support. It's just they support in their own way because I don't, like, I don't be as vocal as I should, like, man, let's go. Like, you might see, let's say, shy. you see, you got the whole Glizzy gang. Like, it's going to be people that don't even rap with them just every time he goes somewhere when they want to get deep. I ain't saying we can't do that, but. Yeah, no, nah, y'all like definitely a, be deep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's just that some people got to see, the like, the the quick return on stuff before they jump on the bandwagon, hey, so you. to speak. But it's, it's, it's a lot of my homies and stuff, people around there that, that support, you know, whether it's giving me some money to put up on something or, you know, just whatever it is. So, you know, I can see it gradually changing. Yeah. Because people, people understanding that you can change lives with this, you get the right song, right record and stuff now too. Like without the, the instant return, like sometimes mm-hmm. it's worth the wait. Yeah, so you've been rapping for 10 years. Is it a lot of youngers around there that's rapping now? Because, you know, now all the youngers in high school rapping. Is it a lot of youngers around there rapping? Um, I had a youngin. He locked up now, free my man, little op. Okay. But he, he probably like 27, 28 now. But the youngins under him, they rapping, they 21. They they in that, that, that free car music type shit, I yeah. call it. They, so, <laughs> yeah, they rapping. But I be in full support because they, some of them are right. Some of the jumps they make be all right. Be right, for sure. Now, I don't want to be all in the videos and shit because yeah. it's be beef. You know what I'm saying? They much, do that yeah. beef talk and shit, and I, ain't, I, don't even, I don't even know who. Yeah, who so, was going on for we, sure. So it's like, but I support it anyway. I can't. I told them, man, I get on the song, y'all just can't talk greed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all yeah. don't talk, but I need that. This is my, all that. For this sure. And, and it, I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, I follow a lot of music, and I was following that. 
that shot rock drill scene before it took off, Me like too. 2011. You know, academics are doing. Yeah. It. I was following. I knew who King Von was before. Yeah, he you know what I'm saying. Before he started rapping, right? So when I followed that, people be like, "Damn," they be like, "Bro, you, why you?" They be like, "You really into this?" I said, "Nah, y'all understand." I'm like, "Cause I seen like this really be street beef, and they just dissing they art, but they end up making a hit song in the midst of it, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's it's crazy to see now. Like I told people growing up in DC. Like this and the dead, that was so corny. But yeah, now it's sure. the it's norm now because Chicago really, you know, once Keith and them got on, they influenced the whole culture, the whole generation. But I think I think just imagine if our earth, you know, how it was go go was all age and just the go go was the lit thing. What if they would start and oh. bands used to diss each other? Yeah, right. If, I remember that. What <laughs> if it was like Chicago went like and it took off like that, man? It'd have been a lot of shit it'd going on broke. down here. A lot. Like your favorite band dissing your dead homie. Yeah, right, exactly, bro. That shit been crazy, <laughs> yeah, bro. So it's I definitely agree with that. And like you said, cause I think, man, a lot of them that free car music, it'd be cranking, I ain't gonna lie, it'd be cranking. Yeah. But then like we older now, cause sometimes even with like young boy all them, like sometimes I be telling I'm like, man, I be gotta take a break. Like, bro, I ain't trying to hear about murder every day. Like it get me hype in the gym, but it's like Man, say something positive, man. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> this is about the bras. Yeah, like you got, you know. So I told somebody one time, I said, man, how many ops you got? You were talking about ops for 12 years. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> now, you ain't no boys and y'all ain't get rid of them yet. Like, y'all still beefing and shit. For real, man. So, but I don't be minding if, like, like if it's your life and that's how you about to you get out of this situation. You rapping what you saying, yeah. But there's a lot of niggas that don't be even Yeah, it's that, entertainment, you know bro. It, it, it's all entertainment. And that's right, right. That's what's crazy because... You got the voice, and it's like you kind of you, you making the beef get even worse. But you probably not yeah. even in it. You just talking about what's going on around you. So. For sure, for sure, that should be crazy to me. Mm-hmm. What you think about the DC rap scene? though? like I ain't gonna even say today. Overall, like you know, you see been rapping for ten years. Who's some local artists that you may have enjoyed working with, or some local artists that you like? That's somebody I always listen to. You know, I always say when I when I go back to DC rap, literally the first. So outside of, like, I'm going to say my father, V-Dog, and then they was rapping. I used to be in the studio with them. But right. outside of that, the Oi Boys, to me, was the first rappers I ever came across. Uh, rest in peace, Nutty. Me and Nutty went to middle school together, and he was putting yeah. me on to the Oi Boys and Stu. And, like, Booby, BDR, like, that's who I was cranking, like, in eighth grade. That was my favorite DC rapper coming up, BDR. Oh, yeah. I always thought Tough. he was going to make it. Shout out to BDR, too. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go from back to now. Like, it was, like, BDR. Garvey, I ain't gonna say like I appreciated Garvey rhymes. Then like I was listening to it, but I I always knew what the grind was. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He, he, he was going he, hard. He was the blueprint for the grind. Yeah. And he was and he was like right there about to get on at that point. Yeah, yeah. So it was them. It was definitely Oi Boys, Garvey. You gotta give it up to um, Circle Boys. Mm-hmm. They they was moving units, I believe. So. Yeah. I always shout out Montana Records. I don't know if you know about the Montana Records, the dude Top over there, but they was they was. Oh, um, Taco. Yeah, Taco. Yeah, I, I seen the interview. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, Taco had, but they was they was they was moving because he got a lot of connections. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, then it, I might be missing the herb, but after them older cats that that paid away. I'm gonna say like Top Dollar always had that grind, and, and Top Dollar supposed to be like. Not like saying a nigga supposed to be with they like in another space, but like how rap took off, like I always thought like like top dollar supposed to have been further where he ever to rap just because of his consistency mm-hmm. and what he 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 you know, he he got the most work. Like to me, the, his work ethic is the best, one of the best. Even now with with the clothes. But but keeping on with the list, you got light show after that. That then they came out, they was good. 
even Shy, he, he he changed it up when he came though. Yeah, I ain't gonna mention like Wale and them because he, he we talking about the just the, the local city, scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like the local scene. So, like, yeah, man, it's a lot of dudes doing it. I, I like my man BJ Banks. He been doing it for a minute. I said Light Show. Um, yeah, Light Show was. Tough, I like a tough. lot of new dudes though. And, and some of them of age, like our age, but they just knew what rapping fathers ain't been doing it as long as we've been doing it or putting out work is like 10 years and shit. Cause yeah. man, like, so we, I got songs with 86 trap stars from yeah, 2011 and uh -huh. shit. <laughs> yeah, I was sure. supposed to have the joint with Shy. Shy used to be coming through at that time too. Yeah. And it was a, it was a lot going on. I got songs with, with Garvey. I, I got this joint, one joint with Garvey I needed to find. Shout out to Boo Boo the producer. Mm -hmm. and, I just been fortunate to be in rooms with a lot of people too all this time. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, no question. Um, I, I think for me, just the outside looking in, because I'm not an artist, right? I always hear this a lot when people say they don't feel like the radio station supports them. But for me, not being an artist, I'd be like, I feel like they have been supporting y'all. But what's your view on that? Um, it's it's a it's a catch twenty two because yeah. it's where we at for real. Like until until. Especially now with the streaming shit, until it's enough of us that's, that's streaming, like like how the A is, they got two, like people in all, you got still got Ludacris to put out records, right, two right. chains, little bit, it could be all type of records, and they gonna have to get behind that shit. So if it's a if it's rappers all the way from the trap, the best trap rappers all the way down to Rico Nasty, there's no way to me that they can't do it like that. But right now. Gonna have to have a budget, radio budget. Mm -hmm. It's DC, like this. This one of the markets, like New York almost. And New York don't niggas be saying New York don't play New York artists like they used to. Yeah. Shit. But it's the markets, like down south. It, it's probably a different market, and like you could play that or the, the, you know the whatever how the how the promotion go. It's gonna be a little cheaper and stuff down there. Yeah. So, or you got the strip club and stuff like that's how they said it worked in the A for a minute. Magic City playing or joining is automatically gonna go to the radio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a. Uh, it's funny you said that too, cause that's um. Shout out to Tony Lewis. Tony said this one time, or two, like said the market. He said something that kind of made me think different. He was like, "Yeah, I think about it." He was like, "We don't really have no national DJ here. Like, we got Quicksilver now, but growing up, it would be like Philly got Cosmic Kid, right. uh, this person out LA, New York Flex. So like, it was like if they play your song, it's gonna reach a whole bunch of people. But you know, shout out to Flex and Rain. They was you know lit and they was local, but it wasn't on no national level. Yeah, that's why I applaud. 93 be doing and um over there even like DJ Gemini not just Bacon Bear and Malcolm X and them yeah. like, but it's the, like the whole team over there they like they not like they searching for talent but if you send them a good record like they gonna they gonna do what they can to help you mm -hmm. I'm a bear witness so you know 95 do it too because I, I I sent my records off before when I won the on the 93 and I ain't I ain't expected yeah, he heard here on ninety five, but it was on ninety five too before. So yeah, and, and it's just it's it's gonna happen. Yeah, and it's the people, people say something too. They was like, you know, when it come to the music scene, it was like we don't really had no big homies. Like you know, like a uh, I mean, right. outside of right up the street with museum, you know, you got Gene Muhammad when they did BOA, but like I th we, I think it also come because also that's how the streets are set up here. It's not like a this hood is that hood, or this gang it ain't no gang, and it's like you say, man time is whoever you know you respect. See, we gotta that. get out the. It's once we get out that too. It's like so. Say, man, we got dude from uptown, and we from southeast, right? And we've been beefing for years. 
cool out big homies may have known each other yeah. over all these years. It's, you know what I'm saying? That's how small the city is. But it's still like if I if I older, I ain't gonna say big homie. If the OGs or you know what I'm saying, they ain't willing to amend the situation. Yeah, we ain't gonna do it. Gonna do That's it. how so, the streets working down there, so. and it's, it, it be them type of little petty little beef still going on from 30 years ago. Yeah. With a nigga like I can't fuck with this hood because my <laughs> uncles and them ain't yeah. fucking with this hood. And, yeah, nigga, even if it. Shit, shit that happened is 20, 30 years ago. Sometime. Yeah, like, the, the last interview we was talking about that. That's a prime example of that with, with uh, money bag situation. Yeah. He like he like my hood and Gotti hood is at war. Right. When he signed a Gotti, he said they was looking at me funny. He said, but I'm telling them like, bro, there's an opportunity. Like I ain't yeah, worried I about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. It worked out for him. But again, like it's, it's but I think too, it's easier to like you said the OGs ain't gonna sit down and do it. But when you talk about these cities that got the gang stuff and all that, it's more structure and respect. Like I said, D.C. is like a 15-year-old young, and if he got money and he feel like he untouchable, he ain't trying to listen to no OG. No, no, he, not, he, not listening, he not listening to no OG. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. Um, what's what's? I know you – I was looking at your projects. I know you got the Capitol Hill drill one. I know the recent one uh, you just dropped. Uh, it was a couple of them, but it was that one that I was listening to that I felt like it was kind of like your – I guess when I think about Future, right? When Future dropped Future, and then he dropped um, Hendrix. Right. So the one I'm talking about is the Love is Love. Love is Love, love, is love yeah, gave yeah. me, like, this is like your, all right, this is my other crossover side. Yeah, I just um, tried to try something. But it wasn't even really me trying trying stuff, really. Uh, I think it's seven songs on there. Yeah. So what we did, we recorded by about, I got about 100 songs on this hard drive. Independence and, and and love is love come out the same batch of songs. Mm -hmm. So I just picked seven joints where it fit like had the, the feel of love is love because I have I, I wanted to come back stronger than than what I when I was coming back. That's all. Yeah. But it just uh, it's just a body of work of different songs out of a hard drive that fit together sonically. I thought at the time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so when you first started rapping, to now like. And I'm, I'm asking this because, like, I feel like a lot of artists say what they see, what they go through every day impacts, you know, their creation process. Right. So, like you said, growing up around Compton, Compton being gentrified, seeing the neighborhood change, seeing the city change. Uh -huh. How has that impacted, like, your music? Like, you know what I'm saying? Just going from just seeing the city just transform. Um, it, it has and it hasn't really because I always had a different outlook, I feel like. And that, to me, is it's... It go, it go back hand in hand with the foundation. If it wasn't really for certain activities and different stuff I was in as a youth, yeah. I don't think I'd be thinking the way I always thought, but I always felt like it, I know that the world was bigger than D.C. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that to me, that reflects in who I listen to and how, how I create music. Mm -hmm. So I, my, my whole thing with music, I just want to make music that I could listen to. Like if it wasn't me rapping this, and I, you you delivered it right on you the beat. Still, I still listen to I mean, it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now outside of that Compton in the city, what was the what was your household like? What was the makeup of your household? Uh, Single, my household, two parents. Nah, my dad died when I was two or three. Okay. In a car accident, and um, my mom at the time she was just becoming a Jehovah Witness. So I was raised in that. You know, I never got officially baptized because you gotta get baptized to be one yeah. but that's what I believe uh, certain beliefs and stuff you know when it comes to, to religion and God but 
I'm basically non-denominational, but I come up that way. Yeah. So it, that 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 reflects too because a lot like it be a lot of myths and stuff on them people, but they ain't no bad like bad people. They they really be into the Bible and yeah. you know just living. They regular people. You know, what I'm saying? it's no different from you going to the nicest auntie or uncle you got right, right now, right. even if they in church. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you know, it just that's how I grew up. So certain stuff I'm not even going to entertain and thoughts and like it's just how I was raised. Yeah, well, you say you and your mom got a close relationship? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the only child for her. I got three brothers from my dad, though. Okay. Older, yeah. younger? I'm the youngest out the of youngest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over here laughing in my head. It kind of makes sense to you or to me, like, because I'm an only child, too. Right. So I tell people, like, you're only child. You, people, The perception, people think, oh, you're spoiled. But, like, nah, nah you kind of grow up. You can mature faster. Right. I like, feel like I feel like doing that. anything alone a little bit. You yeah, you got to learn it yourself. Yeah, yeah. Right. So. So it's definitely gonna take me a lot. People be like, how you always do stuff alone? I'm like, nigga, we're used to it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you know, I'm gonna do it in my time, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Kind of <laughs> nah, for sure, man. What um we was talking about this uh with the last guest as it relate to uh, you know, just the city, right? So growing up, like I said, around 17th, um, it's like typically any other neighborhood in DC, but what what kind of what 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 I would say, what age or what experience did you get to when you was just like, all right. You said you always knew stuff was bigger than D.C., but, like, you know, y'all had y'all stuff that y'all was going through. Y'all yeah, had whatever. Sure, I so, seen it all, though. Yeah, like, that was a, man, that was a wild thing. <laughs> Kentucky Court all that. That's part of the reason why I didn't want to, like, when I when I rap, I want to not even, like, preach to a person, but I want to give, like, both sides and, like, make it sound real. Because when I was, I, I told you I grew up on 17 when I was three or four, maybe four. Yeah. I opened the door. It was news cameras, everything, man. It was a, de- a dude dead over there. Yeah. I, they tried to rush me out back, so I wouldn't see it. another dude dead in my backyard on 17th Street. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'd have seen all that. And, I, you know, I done heard gunshots. I done seen yeah. drug, drug raids and buildings. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Going down like the Carter. So, it's like, and my cousins, I, all my first cousins come from my neighborhood. <laughs> like, yeah. all of them hustle on in my neighborhood mm-hmm. all their life. So it's like, I want to really go down this path. Not saying they even doing bad, but I done seen my, I got cousins that got killed around there and cousins that got money around there and got out the streets. I got cousins that got locked up around there and couldn't yeah. function after that. So it's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but this look like it could be fun. Yeah, you know yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. better than that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I feel that that's kind of was my experience like, I mean, seeing stuff going around there, but even growing up on this side, right. you know, they had stuff going to beef with the neighborhood oh, yeah. up the street. But I had an uncle, though. He went to college. He was working for Nike. He was doing everything. So I was able to balance it, too. Like, I'm going outside seeing, like, all right, this leading to the grave or this going to the feds. Right. Uncle went to school. Unc sending us pictures. He was Snoop Dogg, Danny Thompson. So I'm like, all right, like, the college thing might be the move for real. And he's showing me. Beyond the books. He's showing me the party, the girls, the this, you know. So it's like, it's a vibe up there, college. I should have went to college, man. I ain't yeah. go to college, but I feel like I'd have thrived more. Yeah, college. Even with the thrive. music in mm-hmm. college. Yeah, because it's a whole other network. But like, uh, you know, me and Prime right there, he went to college with me, and he was releasing stuff on campus. You got Baltimore, New York, Jersey, D.C., Delaware. So, like, you tapping into so many different markets yeah. compared to just being here in That's the city. what I'm learning now, but I'm, 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 I'm on it. Yeah. I hit the road in a few months, probably when they start warming up, touch a couple of these cities. Yeah, yeah. So when it comes to that music lane, you um, 
you more so are like pretty much if somebody offers you a deal today, you open to the deals, or you more so like I'm gonna stay indie and do my thing. Um, it depends really because I'm I, if I go in, I, it depends on the, the the stipulations and stuff, like the terms of the contract. Because say like man, like some people go in there and ask for fifty seventy five thousand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. It's something you know or think in your mind. Like, I could recoup this even if I don't sell a record. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, like, just give me that and this distribution. We could split this like this. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes it call, it come with leverage. So that's why I'm in the in the midst of trying to just build that leverage. So even if it, if people do come, I'm 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 I, I'm not opposed to signing because this with the this with the rap game about. I ain't saying even like I want to get worked on my first deal and all that. But sometimes. Those that are, you got to bump your head to, you know, keep, keep yeah. going. Like, like, sometimes you can't push yourself like these people. Would, they might put 500000 into your yeah, promotion. Yeah. You might got 5000 yeah. So it's like. Business. And it's going to go quicker. Yeah. And, and to get back on that uh, topic about the city and rap and, you know, the youngest and just even generation came with. I was on a, um, it was this conference called, I forget the name of the uh, company, but it's a dude from a. Uh, you from uh, River Terrace, named Amir Curie, I want to say. And, and Amir, Amir Curie, right, Prime? Amir Curie, the dude from Interscope. Um, something like that. Or boy, it might be boy. Yeah, Kyle Reese. Yeah, so he like the head ain't all with Interscope from River Terrace. He live in River Terrace? Well, he live in L.A. now, but he from River Terrace. Black guy? Yeah, black dude from River Terrace, yeah. But um, he was on the conference, he was a grand man, so he was on the conference, and, you know, I pretty much asked, I was like, you know, like, why – you know, D.C. ain't get the run like Chicago had they run, Atlanta had they run, L.A. And he said something. He said, man, I had executives come tell me, like, you know, it was like we tried to invest there. It was like when we go there, it was like those artists already think they're great. And it was like it's hard for us to take them to the next level because they don't want to listen to somebody. And I and I, I, I understood it because I'm like, that's a D.C. mentality, though. We sure. think we just – because it's so, so unique, you know what I'm saying? So when we go over places, we like, yeah, I know I'm, you know, this, that, and the third, but – with that being said, what you think it's going to take to get out that mindset where it's like, all right, like. It's funny. I got to tell a little similar story, man. Yeah. We was at the, I went to the fight. Javante. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. My, one of my OGs, he was like, but I went, matter of fact, we went to the basketball game before the fight. Okay. But, so I'm at the basketball game. I met a guy from Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? He was he was too wild for me to be honest, but like not he was just one of my style of curse. Sub dummy. Yeah. And he was he was cool as shit though. He was like, um, he was just telling me like what he into. He knew yeah. the dude Tay Rock. He knew okay. this, that, and the third. I got money, like yeah. man, he like, man, I'm bleeding and all this. So I'm like, you know, I'm on my standoffers. I ain't really trying to yeah. holler at you, but like not even disrespectful. I was just like I'm not trying to I talk. My OG, like, man, that's the that, that's the classic DC nigga joint. He like, that nigga could have really been a plug. He could have really helped you with something. Yeah, he like, yeah. But he said, I ain't saying you wrong. He said, that's just how we think. We ain't going to talk to a nigga. We better than this nigga. Man. We got Too the cool. money. We do that. He said, yeah. he said, New York nigga, Delaware, Philly, anywhere else, that's how they come up. Yeah, that's how yeah. he say. So, so to get that mentality out, sometimes you got to be you to people you mm-hmm. gotta just you know especially if you calling yourself a, a rapper because a, a rapper today ain't ain't just rapping it's a business yeah so you, you 
you know what I'm saying? Say if you selling weed or you selling whatever you selling, yeah. you ain't gonna just be standoffish when you trying to sell a product right. to a person. Yeah. So you gotta think of yourself as this product where you are the product. So yeah. are you gonna run away all your customers, mm -hmm. or are you gonna be like, man, you know what? I sit and fake listen to it, do even if it, you know what I'm saying, like like out of towners or something like yeah. this. Like most time, I'm, you, I'm gonna get along with the city nigga that's really from the yeah, city. Yeah, yeah. Like I could, it's different. Even if I'm not seeing your vision all the way through, I'm gonna get along with you. Yeah, but. Like out of town is, I gotta start getting into the like man. This could be a potential listener. This could be a potential merch. He buying the merch. He could do this and yeah. that. So it's just how you think about it. Yeah. Once more of us do that, I think I think it'll be a little easier because that's what, like you said, man. These they not trying to invest in me. You already think everybody think I'm top dog. Yeah. Like you got five, Can't ten be different people saying I'm the king of DC. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like, that's I'm not the king. Funny. I don't like that. That's something for the people to say. Yeah, for you sure. Know what I'm now, that's if what the that's people say something about that somebody, then that's cool. That's a, a shout out to Tony and Tony Lewis. He was a, he's on a skit uh, for the big fella, Fast the Big Fella, yeah, years shout ago. Shout out Fats too. Yeah, he said on the uh, skit, he was like, he said, you don't crown yourself a king. He said that's something the people do. You sure. can't, you know, you can't self say I'm the king. The people got knowledge you that. You know what I mean? And no offense, they ain't even say that about Wale, and he got the track record yeah, for it. Like he, if, if people start saying that and be like he the king of DC, like you just like can't go yeah, against he, it because yeah. we ain't just talking about streets, like. It's always gonna be a person bigger and better than whoever top dog in the streets. Yeah. Always a young and coming up that's gonna be more more swift than you. Yeah, yeah. Wale ain't nobody done it bigger than Wale in my opinion. Nah. Talking about national records, tours. I'm uh, not rapping. Yeah, even like a. It was an interview sometimes. Somebody was saying it. They was like, they was like, nah, like no hands. Certain them records. They like, man, wherever we go, like these songs make they people play go no crazy. Hands on the cruise, man. Yeah, you they know what I'm saying? Like shit on cruise ships. <laughs> Yeah, and I, and I think for karaoke nights and shit. Yeah, and that go back to DC mentality where you know we just net. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna say we because I I don't I, I get it but I don't get it. It's like he never got fully embraced. It's like he's not from DC, and I understand the side of it. But he did put on and he opened up a door. That's the only reason I give him the respect. Like he could say he from uptown. He could say like we know the like the truth. Like, yeah. like I could, I got some good uptown homies. Like shout out to Garvey and him. He was just saying that like like Garvey. I remember the time when he brought it up. Like Garvey was here. They was neck and neck. Garvey. If Garvey would have got the whole uptown to rock behind, him, wouldn't have been no wallet. Yeah. Like, like, it could have been that. So yeah. for Garvey to step back and just be Garvey and be a good good man, that, you know what I'm saying, not yeah. knowing it. Like, I, I respect moves like that. Not saying Wale wouldn't have been shit, but I'm saying you know how the streets was back then. It would have yeah, got ugly, especially you claiming uptown. Like, that's like somebody claiming South, like if Shy yeah. really wasn't from Southeast and claiming South. Yeah, you can't do it in D.C. It's too small. Like, it's too, I always, when I went away to college, I was like, man, you'll meet somebody from the city. I'm like, if we don't got one mutual contact, you ain't from it. The city too small. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know everybody now. It's somewhere. Even if you don't know your uncle, somebody gonna know him. Yeah, somebody gonna know somebody for sure, bro. What? Um, just going back to growing up in the city. What high school you went? You went to Eastern? Yeah, I went to Eastern. Okay. Unfortunately, I shouldn't. <laughs> well, yeah. what was that experience? Like, you know, Eastern always had the rep of being uh, because my pops went to Eastern too. They was always say Eastern was a fashion show. That's what it was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> games, fashion shows. <laughs> They had they at my time they had some nice females too, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So, but I should have we we had me and my friends we had a pack we was gonna go I was gonna go to a uptown school we were like Coolidge or Cardozo everybody was gonna go to different schools so we could have a different network of friends. Yeah, we was in Eastern man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> graduated from Eastern. Y'all y'all used to move around now because I remember seeing y'all coming up Tech to the games. That was that was that was 
Like, that's what I'm saying. It's bigger. I always felt like it's bigger. Like, why can't we go to Tech yeah. and watch the game? Like, yeah, it might be a neighborhood depot. By the, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's a risk you taking at that point. Mm -hmm. like, I got to be where it's going down at. Yeah, yeah. Nah, for sure, bro. What, what's your what's your thing today? Like, just being older, being in the city, what's your type of... I think I seen y'all at the bowling alley, like, last week or something. But what's your, like, type of go? Like I said, the go-go's is kind of... Relax now. You might catch back or a couple oh, yeah, bands, but it ain't I no see. many. I love backyard. Yeah. Shout out to backyard. They let me rock, man, mostly whenever I want. Okay. So, but um, I like just going to listen to them. I like the aura, the go-go, even though it ain't fighting and like how it was yeah. back in the day. It's <laughs> like, it's like I, sometimes I, I, I lose focus in, in them them big clubs, them lounges, and you, yeah, you gotta yeah, spend yeah. a thousand, couple thousand on the table, thousand on bottles and shit. Ellie. Like the go-go. <laughs> might get a bottle and they gonna be the price it is now and the price range but it's like it's that feel like i might see somebody man a drunk alcoholic nigga that i ain't think was could get in this yeah, motherfucker yeah, yeah, like and it's right. all love though uh -huh. you know what i'm saying all for the music yeah all for the music white people be in the joint it's yeah. an old guy being in society in, on the last couple sundays that's the joint we was trying to go to tomorrow but they said they ain't necessary tomorrow yeah, it's like yeah. a special location because of the president's day Dang. but i was trying to go to yeah i was trying to go to society yeah, that's man i was trying to get up that was my sunday spot i'm gonna I'm figure it out i'm gonna let you know because they said society got like a uh more like a mature vibe in there, yeah, I heard. Sure. It man, ain't like uptown, like you ain't it'd be a lot of uptown, man. It's, that's what I, my man I, said. I just like vibes like that though. Like even if it is a lounge, like I ain't really trying to go do too much nowhere. Yeah. Like man, I like I don't even want to drink every day all the time. So I'm you know what I'm saying? Like it's like that's it's cool. A 50 50 with me. I yeah. can go to them. Like I like the party though. Like, but I, I just want to go out of town and do the shit now. If I'm gonna do a yeah. big event, let's do the big events out of town. Cause it might mean something at this point. Yeah. Like at the table next to Meek or yeah, it's a different experience, like bro. It's, it's that was different. us on. We went on U Street one time last summer. I never forget this, bro. Section was like nine fifty one bottle. It's a it's a it's like seven eight of us, right? But literally, bro, the table. This was the table. Smaller than this. This was the table. And then we was next to another. We was at Brooklyn, Brooklyn on you. I was about to say that. That's what yeah. we, we paid the same. Yeah, and that's what I say. So one time we left, I told, I said, bro, I told y'all, I said we could have stayed home, bro. We could have ordered crabs, got some rose and called it a night, bro. You know, what I'm saying? bro, I was beefing, bro. Strippers and everything, but nine fifty, bro. Yeah, so it's just you know the city, man. You gotta play, but I'm the same way. If you gonna spend two bands, you take a trip. You go to Mexico. You go to Costa Rica. Even like down south, when I hit this down south little promo shit, like way the cheaper. bottles cheaper down south. Like, is you still gonna spend some money that you won't spend, but it ain't gonna be DC, New York, or LA money. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is in Miami. Like, I, I live in Broward, but if you go to Miami, they say it's high. I never been. Man, I me, me and Tony was in Miami. Man, Tony ordered two shots, brother. Two shots was one ten. <laughs> yeah, I, I said, just give me one, sir. I was like, man, I'm happy, big homie, covered the tape tonight. <laughs> Them. That should be outrageous. Then, then the liquor store might be right there and shit. <laughs> like, I'm just wild, going to bro. the liquor store get the whole bottle for the same price or cheaper. Nah, for real. It's <laughs> all facts though. But uh, before we wrap up, man, like I said, I always ask every guest um, to define an any means moment. Um, and any means pretty much is uh, something you overcame. If it was an obstacle, or you might have set a goal out and then you you know took the steps to get to it. What's something you could think? And it could be music, it could be professional, it could be personal, whatever. But, like, what's the any means moment that you, say, define you, like, where you are today? Um, the any means part of it. It's a couple moments, though, in total. But I'm going to share one of them because it just made me feel like, and this was more recent because it made me feel like I'm doing it for a reason or, like, I should keep doing it. I had a show. Like, uh, I'm talking about I threw the show. 
and everything that could go wrong on the day of went wrong. Like yeah. I'm talking about everything except except dealing with myself. Like I had to go get some shoes, whatever, whatever. None of that went wrong. The day I the day of the show, the caterer uh, backed out. I ain't have a DJ. Oh, I, had a, I had a live band. Okay. They get to the place. They we don't do steps. This guy go down some steps. They like we don't do steps. So I had one of my homies, man. I love this nigga. He he's strong too. He, he helped me curry <laughs> all this shit. With, I helped him curry because I was I was putting that shit was heavy and shit. So it was like, but once everything came together, and I was looking, it wasn't even a big sold out crowd. It was probably man twenty five thirty people, but. It was all love and smiles on people's faces when I was performing. So it was like, you know what, man, all this shit. Like, they ain't see me do all that shit. All they seen when they come in, the lights out, the band rocking. I come in, and they, and they was just appreciative for the hard effort, the work. that so I'm like this, man. It wasn't a by any means moment, but it made me think, like, by any means, I'm going to get to this because... Another part of the by any means story, a lady told me, this lady got to be about 70, one of my aunt friends. She said, don't stop pursuing music till I'm 35. She said, I don't even know how old you are. She knew I was in my 30s. Yeah. She's like, don't stop pursuing. She's like, because you, she's like, I listen to rap, but you saying something. She's like, I can, I can understand clearly. I can, like, you know how old are people. She's like, she's like, don't stop chasing your dream until you're 35, I think. It's funny, bro. I ain't dead, though. It's so, so funny I'm, I'm still you still chasing yeah. that shit. Yeah, it's funny you said that. I was watching, uh, you know, remember he got a lot of flat, uh, Kevin Samuels? Yeah. But, like, bro, so the stuff that was going viral was him wild and I was talking crazy, right? right? But I sat down, watched some of his videos. Did he was I? speaking life. For sure. And, like, I'm saying, like, he went viral on how he was talking about women. But before the women, he was talking about men and breaking men down. And he said something uh, on one of the ones. It was him and the guy having a conversation. And he was like, he said, you know, by the time you get to 35, he said, you kind of stuck in your, your your ways, whatever kind of probably going to go your way, going to go your way. So for me turning 30 last uh, last year, about to be 31 on Tuesday, I was like, all right. I was like, you know what, it makes sense. I'm like, all right, I got like a four or five-year window to just go full throttle. Ain't got no kids. Like, you don't have no kids, do you? Nah. So, yeah, you don't have no kids. That kind of puts you in a different bracket. Black unicorn. <laughs> you know, they yeah. They call this black unicorn. <laughs> you know, I be meeting people. They be like, you don't got nothing? I be like, no, I don't got nothing yet. But that kind of, uh, and I'm just saying that to say like, not saying that you can't have kids in your grind, but you just got more time to do stuff. Like, right. right now, if you wanted to move to Atlanta next month, you could up and move. Yeah. You ain't got to worry about transferring schools and doing different things. But just to get back to that point, that 35 makes so much sense. And at the same time, it makes sense because you'll read books and you'll hear stuff. They say a man don't reach his full potential until he's 40. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sure. it's, it's like uh, for the person that gave you that advice, I always look at it like that too. It, it ain't never too late. It might be a little harder if you kind of start something. And, you know, but like you said, you've been going – 10 yeah. years, and you still got more time to keep well, yeah. going and better. And I'm just figuring out uh, every day how to make, you know, money without even, like, I ain't just solely relying on the streams no more. Like, my relationships with the DJs, with mm-hmm. the, like, it's growing, so radio spans pay. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, I just I just got my shit on JPay and shit. Okay. All through the jail. Oh, that's be solid. In the next 14, 7 that's days, solid, 7 to 14 days. But they pay out way better than, yeah. the, than the streaming payouts, and they say, it, people eating off this shit, so you know. I need and, to look into and that. And the odds different. 
I'm gonna tell you about the odds later, cause the odds, the odds different. Yo. I I tell you if you got somebody you want to put their shit. Yeah, on Yeah, I wonder if they do the podcasting on that. Possibly. My, my is, it, is your podcast on Spotify? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you could put a Spotify link on there. Because sure. yeah, all this we do through Anchor, and then Anchor got a partnership with Spotify, and then go to Apple, oh, Amazon yeah, Music. As long as you all got that. a link, because I I didn't fill out the metadata myself. I just put my Spotify. Oh, uh, link in it, right? Link and they, yeah, and they do it that way. That way, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got to look and see it because one of my men is locked up. I was talking to him one day, and I was like, damn, brother, you got to type into the podcast. He was like, bro, we ain't got no – because, I, you know, I remember they got computers and stuff, and I'm thinking maybe they just typing into YouTube. Shit, yeah, yeah, but he was like, we can't get on YouTube unless, you know, you got to burn it on yeah, or nah, something. I'm going to hook you up with that shit because yeah. you could look into it then. What it is, you buy the magazine, mm-hmm. and and say you, he buy it or you buy it for him. Yeah. Now, if he he's showing his men they they downloading songs or the podcast or whatever's in the magazine getting okay. promoted yeah is which you could go on the tablet and that's how i'm thinking about this yeah stuff. i need you know that saying? bro because that, yeah. that's the that's how they started my man from philly went to dale state together he got locked about seeing yeah they five six, six years in the feds right when he came home i ain't had no podcast he just was like yo bro i want to talk about life in prison after prison he like i want you interview me like i only want you to do it so i'm like all right bro months go by months go by I'm like, let's do it. I'm in Florida here in Philly. Did a drink on Anchor, bro. Like, literally, I called him, sent him the link. We having a conversation on the phone in a good hour. So I put that out January 2021. From there, the feedback was crazy. People hit me up. They're like, you know, man, nah, that was an episode. Right. Home. So I say that to say, though, like, that population, I definitely want Because it's a motivational podcast. Yeah, so sure. I want to get that to the men that's behind that I'm wall. Gonna, after we get off, I'm going to definitely uh, let I'm gonna give you the info so you can look into it. Yeah. I ain't never really see if it's a podcast, but I'm sure if it's on Spotify, they're going to be able to promote it. Yeah. You know nah, for sure, for sure, bro. So, yeah, man, um, to let people know where to find you, what you got coming up, your socials, your this, your that, all that. Um, All my socials, A A Y E P L U S. 17 with TikTok is no 17 it's just a plus a y e p l u s i got the change remix out right now and just dropped on the 17th february 17th featuring t-rail a national recording artist from kansas sign the empire he's doing his thing um he's he, he think he about to sign a tank right now so the dc connection i just had to oh yeah okay but um yeah, I just I'm dropping singles. I got some man. I'm Northeast. I got a drink. I'm about to drop. Man, uh, my man Jeff you can and that's that's it's not my rapper, but we rap together. It's my man from on the way. Um, yeah, I'm just working. I'm just I got, I'm lined up all through the months and stuff. So yeah, you know I'm just I'm just I'm just lining it up. Okay, shooting more visuals. I might not shoot every visual, but I'm I'm back playing with the visuals on freestyle. I'm gonna do the car freestyle. There's a couple of them coming. I'm yeah. just I was just trying to be more visible and, and take over these social media platforms with the with the with the grind with the music. Okay. Well, so you just mentioned that with freestyle, you you acapella freestyle, or you more need a beat. Oh no, nah, I don't I, I don't really. It depends on my mood, really. All right. I'm like, about I to tell you, you go ahead. Right, I knew you was going to say that. That's what I said. <laughs> next time, the next time, though, when I come back, if I come back when I drop something, I got you, though. I, yeah. Oh, I had one, you know. Ready. For sure. No, you know no, what no. Saying? For sure, man. But yeah, appreciate yeah. you for having me. No, nah, already, bro. Too, man. It's like, much love, man. Yeah. I'm trying to do as much as these and, and just talking and just, you know, yeah. ideas off a of motherfucker. Yeah, like I said, this was special for me, bro, because like I said, I'm a music fan. And, you appreciate know, like it. when it comes to the city, though, like I definitely brought, give you your flowers, bro. You was one of the ones. You man, was one of the you, first you, ones to really. I'm trying to become one more again. Yeah, because like I said, it was that era when you, Shy, like all y'all was doing your thing. Like I said, it was. 
rap was still on the beginning stage of being embraced in the city. It was all go-go. TCBTOB, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, if you rap back in the day, people, my father used to rap, like, people laugh at you. Oh, you trying to be like New York niggas. Man, you know what I'm saying? I like, remember that shit. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, man. But uh, get the people drop those dreams by any means. Let them know. You know everything you rocking and close out. Rocking out with dreams by any means. It's your boy, 8 Plus, nigga. Confidence in the house. For sure, for sure, man. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, man. I'm at. Come back and do it again. Already. Thank you for tuning into Dreams by Any Means Motivation Station, where hustle plus faith equals success. Stay tuned for the next episode.